What's going on, everybody? Welcome to season two of the Escani Sports Podcast. We took a little break, but I'm joined here with my guest now, Stephen Adiyami. 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 Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. All right, leave it in. We're in. <laughs> um, but yeah, Steve, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You have a really interesting life going on right now. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm origin. I'm originally born in Nigeria, but I kind of grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada. Went to high school there all four years and middle school so and so. Uh, played ball down there in the state for a couple of years. Uh, then I transferred here to uh, OCAA conference. Uh, play at Redeemer at the moment, and I still run like my media page and like produce highlights for college guys, high school talent, and pro guys also. So that's what I'm pretty much doing right now at the moment. I love how you just call it a media page. It's, yeah. You. It's called High Level. Yeah. You have nearly 60,000 followers. <laughs> so I think you've graduated out of, uh, I think you graduated out of media page onto, you're building something special over there. When did that start? Uh, that started about 2019. Uh, I was working for this company called Bottle TV and like, I was filming stuff for them at that time. And there was a lot of courts going on, a lot of events. Cause I live in Vegas. There's literally a lot of AE tournaments going on in Vegas. Like it's crazy. If you're in Vegas in July, they have the Summer League AU, all the data stuff, some like independent Nike stuff, big hoops, like a lot of tournaments. So I, I was filming football or TV or whatever. And I was like, I could do this by my own self. So like I started a page for high level. So like I kind of grew the page on like since 2019 and like, because I would play ball too, like during the season. And like after the season, like I always think like, oh, how can I get this page bigger? Like, so like last year during the pandemic, I didn't play. So like I started traveling, going to different AU events, like camps, like Pangos camp, like the CP3 camps, Nike camps. And like, I just had to film it. Cause like I play ball. So like I play in those events and stuff. So I just reach out to those just guys that, that like, that helped me get, get into those camps. So I just reach out to them and like, Actually, I could help film for them, and I just started doing that slowly. I worked with a lot of like WNBA players when I first started, so that that kind of gave me some publicity and making them videos, cause like not a lot of WNBA players get like uh, like get get their name out there like video stuff wise. <clears throat> so I kind of did that, like started working with the WNBA players. I did some stuff for like NBA too, like uh, I did another stuff with Kendrick Nunn and like uh, PJ Porter. And some other guys, like I can like them on top of my head if I was to look on my face. So I kind of did some stuff for those type of guys and they kind of gave me some publicity and my page started going up from there. But like this past year was probably my best 2021 because I was more consistent with getting like the good stuff and people want to see and just helping those college guys out, making them like videos and stuff like that. So from a content creation point of view, like how did you notice what built your your page the fastest or were you thinking about that at the time or was it just kind of like i want to take these super dope opportunities and then if it grows it grows uh i was just trying to figure out what works like i was i tried everything like nba high school like what works the best that's kind of that's kind of one of the hardest parts is just trying to find find your own range and stick to it like not trying to be all over the place trying to find what what people want to see what people want to watch which is that's that's what my, what my first balance was because I was doing a lot of NBA stuff, but I'm like, it's not getting any likes or any views because like outside, like Sports Center, Bleacher Report, they all is gonna post stuff like nobody's 
while somebody watching my stuff, they already got stuff like that. So I kind of started filming on the rated guys that nobody really talks about, like filming like mm-hmm. college guys, like like stuff you don't really see. Like so, like posting stuff like that kind of helped me out when so, I first. So you're filming? Yeah, I filmed. Yeah. So when you're here and you're doing like the season and stuff, yeah. How do you, how do you balance, you know, your filming obligations and then your you know, you're hooping too. Like you're not just a, you're yeah. not just a social media guy. It's yeah. not just your, you know, social media pages. Yeah. During the season, I have guys that film for me. Like I have guys in Cali, Vegas, New York, Georgia. Like I have guys all over the place. So like whenever a tournament come up, like I got a big star name. Like if I want to film like uh, uh, Shannon Sharp or somebody big, like I just reach out to those guys and like tell them to go film and like I'll cover them or whatever. And like, they just send me all the footage to upload on my on my page and stuff. So I kind of big, build connection all over the city, all over the state. So I usually know guys every state with that film. So I just reach out to them. Yeah. So they help me like film. So I just keep the page going. Just consistency is the key. Yeah. So when did you start building that part out of it? Like, cause I'm I'm still just solo filming, right? Yeah. But when did you get to the point where okay, it makes more sense that I need to get some people out here to to be in more places at one time? Uh, around last year, cause like I talked to this one, of this guy like he's Hoop Diamond. I don't know if you ever heard of Hoop Diamond. He kind of did a lot of stuff for like uh, Colin Saxton when Colin Saxton was like coming up. He was like one of the main guys I was filming for him. So he kind of told me just you just gotta be consistent. You just gotta you just gotta get all the good stuff. Like just that's the only way you're gonna grow, cause you just gotta be all over the place with the high school basketball with like with the talent people want to see and stuff like that. Just. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of like that's when I picked that idea. Just having people everywhere because that's the only way you could grow. Really, you just got to be all over everywhere. You got to be everywhere. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually trying to burn that right now. We got the everywhere sweater on. Yeah, here. I'm trying to. I don't have. I don't have anything. I'm not Nike. I don't have just do it. I don't have. A, I don't have a slogan. Yeah. So we're trying to brand everywhere because I mean everybody has a million places to be in this yeah. world. Like the athlete has. You have games. You have practices. You mm-hmm. have to take care of your body. Yeah. The coaches, same thing. They got. You know, their their job falls them home too. You know, yeah. it's in, so everybody's got to be uh, at a lot of places at once. But you picked off these two major corners of the market where you're a player, but then you're also, yeah, you know, doing the media for players. So yeah. like, like, what does your twenty four hour day look like, and do you use like ninety five percent of it? So, during the summertime, it's mostly just film, just film, edit, film, film, edit. But like during school time, like as in right now when I'm in season, I usually have guys hit me up like, "Hey, I need a video, whatever." I drop like forty this game, thirty this game, and whatever. So mm-hmm. like, they hit me up, guys. that's like mid major, high major, whatever. So like, I'll go on Synergy. There's Synergy. Synergy is what I use because we use Synergy also. That's how we watch our film in college. So I already have access to that. So I go on Synergy, make guys video, blah blah. blah. Take like twenty five minutes to do that. Put it up on my page, tag him and stuff like that, and. Still, still get my schoolwork done, blah, 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 practice, go to practice, film, wait, do all that stuff, you know, get my extra shots in, then, like, do my schoolwork. Then when I, before I go to bed, I try to, somebody else hit me, I try to make an edit or whatever, finish that edit up, so I have something to post tomorrow before, when I go to school or whatever, and that's, that's really how it is. When you started filming, did you film with the idea that, you wanted to build out a content page or were you filming to film? I was filming because I wanted to build something because like I saw there was like an open market and 
and filming because everybody always wants video. Everybody always wants video because mm -hmm. people want to go to college. People want the exposure. People, people need people. People like that picture, that video, that that Instagram yeah. kind of thing nowadays. That's what people are chasing nowadays. Like, so I kind of figured out that market was kind of open. So that's why I kind of like jump into it because I see a lot of people trying to get into filming and stuff like that. And people always like put on post. Hey, do you guys know any cameraman in the video guys? So that's kind of when I. So I decided to like to get into that. No, it's it's crazy because like, obviously I, I do a lot of video as well. Yeah. I, I do a lot of the the hoop mixes and whatever, and, and I have fun doing it. But like for me, it's like I have to show as much basketball as possible. Mm -hmm. it, it's just the kind of angle I've taken from it. Like I want to show, you know, coaches and whoever that they're hooping, and then I'll look at some other stuff. Not your stuff, but I'll look at other people that drop their mixes. And yeah. there's there's four baskets yeah. and maybe an assist yeah. but people just love looking like dope yeah. you know what yeah, I mean yeah. so it's just interesting because I don't know I don't know how I feel but how do you feel like what do you you like to pack in a mix with as many much buckets as possible or is it just how, like uh honestly some kids they just some kids like they just do it really for the Instagram and stuff like that some kids like they try to just keep it playing like for me, I usually tell kids, like, if you want to go to college, man, I suggest you post the raw clips of what you did instead of all that music, all that effects and stuff. Keep it clean because, like, you never know who's going to watch the stuff like that. Like, if you if you, if a coach check that out, you see all, all your stuff with just effects and, like, music and blah, blah, they, they're really not going to watch it. They just, they're not, they won't be interested. So, like, I kind of tell them before I film them, like, hey, do you, do you want to just look cool or do you want to go to school? So, like... They kind of decided, exactly. yeah. That, that's exactly it, because, like, yeah. anybody will message me up for a, yeah. They'll hit me up for a mix, they can get me a mix. I'm like, yeah, but, like, are you going to do Yeah. Because, like, like I, I have no interest in, like, I, I like making dope shit. Like, I like making stuff that just looks aesthetically pleasing and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But my sort of corner is, like, I talk to coaches, I talk to scouts, I work with people, and, like, chances are, like, if, if you're getting a mix done, one of the schools that follow me are gonna ask me about you, and I don't want to. I don't want to drop something if you're not gonna. <laughs> yeah. If I'm ego, which is fine. Like you should do it because different generation from. Oh my god, dude! I'm only 25. I'm not that fucking old. But, <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it, it is also like there is a huge exposure element to everything that they do. Right? If you're not, if you if your Instagram is not all that, you're probably not gonna get picked up unless you have a real basketball head yeah. operating the, the school. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know where I stand. My my stance is inconclusive. I don't, because <laughs> I don't like making the the clout chasing videos, but at the same time I understand them. Yeah. But, but yo, you have a really really interesting uh, market that you're in. Because there's another conversation I have with some of the media guys up here. Like I talked to like Hezzy and all these guys up, up top here, and um, up in Canada, obviously yeah. you have sixty thousand followers. Yeah. You're up top. You're the you're that guy. But. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, the conversation we have all the time is that like, you developed your brand in the states, right? Right. Right. So we always have that back and forth where it's like there's more talent in the states, but there's way more competition. Like, those first few months when you're starting a content page, where you probably have enough to to film. There's there's definitely basketball being played, but you're just like, here I think the the market's getting saturated. There's a lot of people trying to do videography, photography, highlights, and stuff like that here. Where you come up, it's ten times as many people, right? Yeah. Did it feel like a war trying to make a content page, basketball content page? Yeah, like when I first started, like 
the people I was cool with didn't really like it because, like, I don't know, it's comp competitive. Like, people really didn't like because I jump in and start doing the same thing and stuff like that. And just kind of take clients away from them. But, like, it wasn't, it was, that was really not my thing. My thing was just really just try to help kids out because when I was in high school and stuff, there wasn't any media or any people filming the games. You just got to rely on is somebody up there filming the game or not. Like, nowadays, there's so many exposure for kids and stuff like that. So I was just, Honestly, I was just trying to look out for the kids and try to help them out, like go to college and stuff like that, and just try to just try to give them publicity, like because it wasn't as much when I was playing as yeah. it is now. Yeah, in high yeah. school. Oh, so you have so uh, let's go. Let's back up and go through your timeline a little bit. You said you grew up in, or you were born in Nigeria. Yeah, then I came. How long were you in Nigeria for? So I was there till I was ten years old. <laughs> then I came down here to stay when I was ten. So lived in Vegas about. Well, my whole life, pretty much, like from middle school to high school, till I left to college. Yeah. So wait, so you're in Nigeria till ten. So you have yeah. you have memories in Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I technically was born here and lived in Egypt, but I was in oh, Egypt okay. until I was like, not even one, right? Really? So like, I, I I don't claim having yeah. to grow up in Egypt, right, but you yeah. grew up in Nigeria. Yeah. And now you're here. So you've been in three, I'd say, substantially different countries. Yeah. So. What was life like in Nigeria versus life as soon as you came to the States? Uh, life in Nigeria was like, I don't know, it was just more of like a grind, like an everyday grind. Like, there was less opportunity that, that it is here. Like, you just, you just got to be on top of your stuff over there. And just, it's harder. It's harder over there, like, as an opportunity making a living for a family and stuff like that compared to, to the States or Canada. It's like more opportunity, more jobs available, healthcare, funding, school-wise, you know, being being able to like sustain yourself and stuff like that, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a deep way to put it, being able yeah. to sustain yourself like yeah. that. But did, did, did you fall in love with basketball in Nigeria? Or when basketball did you to you? Uh, I didn't even start playing basketball until I was like 11, so. I started playing basketball when I got here to the States or whatever. Like, I picked it up about six, seven grade, middle school, mm -hmm. and played to then. So who do you look up to at that point when you're 11 years old? <laughs> you just moved from <laughs> Nigeria to Las Vegas. Like, Yeah, honestly, Chris Paul, I was looking up at Kim Olajuwon. He was, he was, like, one of the greatest Nigerian players of all time. And I was like, that's the only person I knew that was like, I, I went on Google to look up any Nigerian that ever played basketball, you know, because I wanted to stop playing basketball. So I looked up Olajuwon. He's one of the greatest power forward ever played a game. And I was just like, man, this guy's nice. So, like, I just had to watch his highlight every day. And I would yeah. go back to the park and try to do the move I saw. And, like, yeah. the sky hug, the spin move, and stuff like that. And, yeah, that's one of the guys yeah. I looked up. I, I know you have a relationship with Kale Degada as well. Yeah. Uh, he says the same thing, like, right. and I try to test him on it too. I'm like, okay, who's a better center, Sa Shaq or Olajuwon? Olajuwon. <laughs> I mean, he, he bit his tongue when he said it, but like, yeah. it's Shaq. It's Shaq. Even 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 Shaq even Shaq himself be like, man, Olajuwon was yeah. a bad guy, but well, Olajuwon's more important, right? Yeah. Because if you're an American growing up wanting to play basketball, you have endless amount of people to look up to. Yeah. If you're Nigerian one to play basketball, just like you, just like Caleb, he was more impactful. Olajuwon was more impactful. Yeah. He got people to gravitate to the game. Yeah, facts. So, it is what it is. So, you play your your college basketball, or you play your high school basketball in the States. Um, 
what's the the high school grind like in you know high school basketball in the states? Mm. High school basketball in the state, it's 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 all over the place. It just depends if you go on the right program. Cause there's programs that just you know it's just there just to just to coach. It's really not helping the kids. And this program like like a Bishop Gorman, like a Coronado High School. Bishop Gorman is like one of the top like national ranked high school in the country. So there's programs. It just depends like on where you win. Like if you want the skill development and get better, go to college. It's just it just it just depends on what high school you chose. So like my high school I went to, we were pretty alright. We we're pretty solid. We had a good foundation around us. So like it just depends on going to right school. It just depends what you want. Do you do you want to play basketball? Just to say, oh, I played basketball in high school. You know, just to tell your friends like, oh, I'm playing sports. Or do you really want to like take it serious? Then you go to like schools like Gorman, Coronado High School. Like Liberty, those are like the top schools in the country and stuff. Like it just depends on like what you want. It's like it's all over the place with Vegas. It's just it just depends where you where you want to go with your future with basketball wise. So you, you had to make that decision really early on, then. Yeah. If you're in the states, like, yeah. Yeah, are you serious about opening? Because then yeah. there's only from what you're saying, like a handful of schools that are gonna yeah. really take you to where you want to go. So. Right. So you've been to so many places, dude. Like it's just. Yeah. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it because, like, from Nigeria to the United States, and then you have to make a decision where you're going to go play college, right. where you're going to play university. What was that process like for you? Were you were you thinking about staying in the states? Was there anything that particularly drew you into Canada? Or? Uh, like I was playing in the states for a couple of couple of years, but then I got hurt. I tore my ACL my sophomore year in college. I was going to school in Montana, and like. Uh, I got hurt there, and, like, COVID kind of hit, and the schools was kind of tight. Everybody was coming back because everybody got the year back. And, like, Canada, like, it's a different spot. Like, they they have, like, pro leagues out here. So, like, kind of talked to the coach over here. And, like, there was more opportunity for me, right, to play because, like, COVID over there was kind of bad. It was bad here, too. But, like, the talent there was, like, everybody was coming back. It was kind of hard to find schools. We transfer yeah. the transfer was back because it was so backed up because like everybody got the year back and pretty pretty much everybody came back and like coming here was a better opportunity for me to play right away and like you know being being experienced in a different culture like I like I like trying new stuff like being in new places so like so I was just like why not just go for it right so the moment you get into Canada the moment you get into uh, uh, Redeemer that's basically Hamilton yeah right. Um, what have you noticed in the difference between the way they hoop in the states and the way they hoop here? The way they hoop here is more like as in school wise and like this player is more fundamental, like the details, the uh, left hand layup, right hand layup, like jump stop, just a little fundamental stuff like clean pass, not like just playing a game right with not 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 just being on the court just to say you're playing basketball, just just playing the game the right way, reads, talking on defense. It's, it's just so it fundamentally it's crazy. I didn't really expect it to be over here. As that, yeah, as that, so I, we're textbook over here. Yeah. Yeah. You guys <laughs> you guys you guys for sure play the game the right way. I was people people in the States wouldn't really think how good Canada basketball really is, but it's yeah. really it's really good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we were talking about this on the drive down here and I wanted to say it then but I wanted to say it but what the argument I've been trying to make pretty much since I started skating sports is that like if you look at the Canadians that go over to the states, I bet you the conversion rate of those guys going to the NBA or pro is higher than 
the American players that play in college. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we send out like we send out gems to the states, right? Yeah. But that means our middle class is all split between right here and right and I mean some will get to the states eventually, but like so that middle ground of the guys that, you know, OUA players, like they could play D one. Like they're not <laughs> Yeah. It just when you're when you're scouting from an American point of view, you're obviously just gonna look for like the top end guys and those yeah. guys to go over. Yeah. But our our next in line here is it, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, was that game against McMaster the first game of your season? Second. 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 So who did you guys play the first time? Same player. Same player. Yeah. Okay. So I actually don't know that school. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's OCA school too. Okay. Yeah. So, but like McMaster was the first time you got to see what. But the, yeah. The yeah, well, you guys would look like for sure. Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, you're playing in the OCAA right now, but there is no games going on right now. Yeah. You know they government here, provincial government here, decided to make a class system of, you know, who's playing, who's not playing. And you're limited to what I, you can say, but I'm, yeah. I can kind of say something. It's bullshit. Right. It's bullshit. I mean, I really vouch for these, uh, these OSBA guys, like the, the prep level guys. I understand that they need to get offers and they need to hoop so they can, you know, they can get to university. But when you get to university level, college level basketball, these are for, these are potential professionals. Right. Yeah. So if we're talking sure. about elite. Yeah, I think professionals are elite and amateurs. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> so, um, how has that affected you this season? Like, was it like an unexpected sort of pause, or what yeah. can you say about it? Yeah, it was <laughs> unexpected. Like, literally, we were we played like our last game, probably like I think December first, and we we're on the five game win streak. We get ready for finals. And uh, we're supposed to come back and play on the 29th. We're supposed to play this num- uh, number eight ranked team in the nation, uh, Western. We're supposed to play Western. And so we're, we're, we're getting ready for finals. We had like a week off. And like we kind of found out that like, oh, the game was canceled. I was like, okay, the game. Was this January 8th? No, the, no. Uh, uh, yeah, that was right I, before then. Before. We, we were supposed to play that by 29th. Oh, okay. Our last game we played was December first, so we we're supposed mm-hmm. to play the 29th. We get ready for finals. We went home. We we're supposed to come back. So we, when we were about to leave, coach was like, "Oh, the game got canceled because of like COVID stuff." So like I was like, "All right, cool. We we're supposed to come back. You know, play our first game it was supposed to be January 7th. and they they were saying like, "Oh, uh, there's a COVID outbreak, or whatever, and like a pause to the season or whatever." So I'm I'm just thinking like maybe it's just gonna be a like a week or so and then it became what three three weeks or four weeks pause now, not sure where, where we're going to like what what's the next step and stuff but like other other schools are playing in the states like other schools are playing in Canada I'm just like we're vaccinated we got we got to get vaccinated double vax just to play and like wear masks on the bench like we're doing everything like like it's, like I don't know COVID like. <laughs> Nobody has the care of COVID. Like stopping sport is not the the care of COVID. Like COVID is gonna come eventually. Like whatever you do, like nobody has the care of it. Like, yeah. So I'm like stopping sport is really not, it's not the, the the savior. And and you you nailed it, right? Like you you've done what you can. You yeah. Know, you, you got your shots. You, you know, you're wearing the mask, and that's one argument. That but that that applies to everybody. That applies to everybody yeah. in the business. Everybody that's just trying to be you know out and about and ending this thing. What I had really big troubles with is just, okay, like how we decided which businesses are essential and not essential. 
here's the leagues of basketball that we think should be playing right now, or here's the leagues of sport that should be playing right now. Yeah. Everything about it has bothered me, like the entire, <laughs> the entire way through. Because at some point you have to think about it. There's probably a table, just like the one that we're sitting at, with a couple people, a few people, and people make these decisions, which is badly. So that means. I don't know if Doug Ford's at that table or whoever the hell's at the table, but like, isn't it crazy that, that there's just, you know, you get four or five, six people at a table and be like, here's yeah. how we're going to, here's how we're going to decide what's popping. Here's how we're going to decide what's, what's open, what's closed, who's playing, who's not playing. And man, I, I feel for you guys. Cause look, you're not going to get this year back. There's no way they're going to let people yeah. get another year back because of COVID. Yeah, no. So like, how much time do you have left? How many years I got left yeah. to play? I have two more after this. Okay. Yeah. So y- you are further, or you have more time left probably yeah. than a lot of your teammates and then right. a lot of the guys mm-hmm. in the OUA and everywhere else. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's it's, it's frustrating. Anyways, um, we're going to take a quick pause here make sure everything's all right with the cameras. And uh, see. all right, we're back. Um, we got cameras working. Audio might be working. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully this makes it to the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But yeah, let's let's circle back into uh, the content creation part of things because undoubtedly, people are going to hear how many followers you have on your content creation account, and they're going to want to get mm-hmm. to the level that you got to. Yeah. Um. So, what has the content creation journey been like? When did you start to see momentum, and what? You know, tips or advice would you give to anyone trying to be doing the things that you do? Uh, my advice was like, my advice I'll give to somebody is just, I don't know, find find something like that she says working, just stick to it. Like once you find out one thing that's working, just stick to it. Like, cause right now I'm just I'm doing a lot of just college stuff, right? So that's kind of helped me grow a lot, cause. Not really a lot of people who's doing like college stuff like that, as much as like other content creator like Ball is Live over time, like also like Oak Diamond, like Ball Dogs, like all those other guys. Like, so like trying to find something that fits that that works for you, like that that you're getting likes off. So, like, I started just posting more of like college guys, and like, and guys like the video I'm making. So, I had like one guy that last chance you, his name was Deshaun, he was like the. Oh, uh... I yeah, I I can't remember his uh, last I know, name. I know what he, I actually follow him on IG too. Yeah, kind of. I made a video for him and stuff that kind of blew up a lot of guys. I get a lot of follower off of that. I did another video for JoJo. He played a last year issue too, was like Joe the Joe Anthony. Yeah, yeah. So I did a video for him too. So I kind of started doing the videos for like big time names like JD uh, Jefferson, JD Jefferson. He's gonna be in the in the pick this year. Like kind of like big name guys, you know. Those those usually help you out just doing videos for those kind of the big name because that's what people want to see. It's really the social media game is really what people want to see. Like what people want is like just like I also I like always posting LeBron all the time and Steph Curry is because that's what what people want to see. People could talk about what they always post and they always posting the Melo Ball, yeah. but like it's all about the fan favorite. What guys really want to see like that's really how you really grow your page is just posting what people really want to see. I, I, I bet that you're. LeBron, Steph, Post are doing well now yeah. because you have a big following. But if you had 100 followers, 0 followers, 50 followers, stuff like that, everybody's posting. Yeah. Everybody's posting Steph. So 
I think I think you nailed it uh, earlier when you did mixtapes for JoJo and you know, Deshaun and stuff like that. Was that your guys filming that, and then you put them together, or were you finding stuff? Uh, when I did those, those were college guys, so I got those of Sergey, Sergey. Yeah. So it has all the games, video of everybody that ever played the game. Mm-hmm. Like I could find Derrick Rose. I like when he was playing at Memphis and yeah. like. John Wall at Kentucky, like anybody from back in the day, like Synergy, everybody's ally in there. So like, so I just got, I just got it off from Synergy. So like, I just watched all the game films and just yeah. did the stats and like just made the video off of that. Yeah, yeah I, I throw in there. I mean, I'm nowhere the level you're at. You know, you, you you've gone a lot further. But if you're starting locally, that's probably a good place to start as well because you want to show people stuff they don't have access to. A lot right. of the times, right? So you're you're at a different space now where you can, people know who the people you're talking about are, and you can put a, videos together. But a lot of times, like you know, your your rep team, your prep team, your high school team, nobody else is making content for those people. So I think that's a good place to start. Yeah, for sure. And to learn, because you're gonna make a shit ton yeah. of mistakes. Yeah. I I make mistakes all the time. Like right. I I learn stuff all the time. So. I mean, you don't want to make a mistake with a LeBron or with the right. stats or yeah. with one of those videos, right? So yeah, so. for sure. But uh, when was uh, when did the the switch flick for you? When was it like, oh, like this is this is getting big time? Uh, so I went to my like actual first first tournament. Really was like February. Like I went to like a Pegos Junior All American class. It's like a bunch of top talents always go to that camp. Like. Like Evan Mobley, like Lonzo Ball went to that Melo Ball, like all those big draft names, like John Wall, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, all went to those camps growing up as a kid. So like I went to kind of like the junior all American camps. So like I kind of reached out, I was like, oh, can I come film? And I had like people hit me up. Like it started with like just like three clients. Then I got there. They was like, oh, you film? Then became four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I had to stop. I was like, I can't do too many. Yeah. So, like, once I started putting stuff out, it was like, oh, are you coming back to the next camp? So, like, once I started being consistent and going back to those camp, and people were like, like oh, I need a video, I need a video. Because there, there wasn't really a lot of people, like, going to the camp to film those stuff at the moment because it was during the pandemic and everybody was just really not doing much. So mm-hmm. I started doing that and just started with just one, two, three. Like, everybody just started, like, reaching out to me. And I would just, you know, make a little income without working at that time. And I was just like, oh. Let me take this seriously. Let me get a better camera, you know, better quality. So, like, mm-hmm. always get better. But I think we're just always getting better every time, not being satisfied. Like, always improving because, like, you know, people are paying for this. Like, you mm-hmm. you want to give them your best, you know? But so you pull up to the Penguins camp, no one's paying you yet. Yeah. You, you go up there, presumably on your own dime. Yeah. The the probably the grain that you have to put into the camera at least. Yeah. The, the lens, like, it's an expensive game to get into, but then it's, like, also, you have to go on your own will right. to build your stuff. Like, yeah. You, like, you weren't invited. You no. just showed up. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah. like, yeah, just just started from just started from the ground, really, just just uh, really doing it for free. And just people like this stuff, just want to reach out to you. You just start with one client, then two clients, then three clients. That's what I would just go up from there, really. Yeah. And, and I'll cut this part off if I'm tripping. But, like, your logo for high level looks a lot like the Bleacher Report, Report, the House of Highlights, stuff like that. Is that just marketing, or is there there any alignment there? I kind of changed it a little bit, like, twice, like, a couple of times, but, like, 
I kind of picked that because it just fit right in the H. Yeah. There's like an H and there's like an L in the yeah. bottle. You know, something simple like just say, oh, that's an H. Like just something, yeah. just solid, black and white. You can put on anything really. Mm-hmm. So just something just simple really. Yeah, I think my logo right now is like orange, purple, and a bunch of red and ass colors. And I can't match it with shit. And it's like, nah, it looks good. it's looks a struggle. And I will play around with it. But the next one's the last one for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I, t- I changed my logo about five times. And I told people, I'm, like, I'm not changing no more after this. And I haven't changed it since then. Like, yeah. I kept changing. I'm just like, I don't know. I don't like this. It's just, it doesn't feel too well in the Instagram. Like, you know how the Instagram profile is? Yeah. You just, I, that's my thing. I just wanted to fit something that's like, because it's a little searching, something that just fit right in. Yeah. So I was just like, the H and the little L in the bottom. Kind but of. it's cool, though, because people will look at your stuff and be like, oh, it reminds me of something else. I can probably expect this sort of stuff on this page. And that's what it is. So, like, you yeah. have nice symmetry there, and it's working out. But like we've been saying earlier, you're, you're a hooper, right? But you also have this massive platform that you've built yourself. Do you find people or do you get upset with people that look at you more as one as opposed to the other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard sometimes. Like, I don't know. Some Sometimes people are like, oh, oh, shoot, you hoop? You play basketball? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I play basketball. Sometimes I go to events and film, and people don't really don't think I play basketball. I'm like, yeah, bro, I play basketball in college. I'm just, you know, this is just how I'll be like doing. Mm-hmm. And people are shocked sometimes. They're like, oh, shoot, you hoop. They'll check my personal pictures. Like, oh, shoot, you Because, yeah. like, whenever people feel for service, they always think they don't really play basketball. But I'm just like, yeah, yeah I play basketball, yeah. Like, I don't. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a hooper. Like, yes, you are. Like, yeah. But, like, I'd imagine it's frustrating, right? Like, because, yeah. like, but I don't know which one I would side with either because, like, no. what you did with high level is super impressive. Yeah. But you're also a hooper, so you want to be recognized as a hooper. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how do you how do you balance the two? Like, have you ever snapped at someone? Like, what? Uh, yeah, like, friends. Like, yeah. I have friends. Like, I'm cool. I play with and stuff like that. They want to get free video of, off of me and stuff like that just because we're friends and we play together and stuff like that. Kind of, like, pissed me off. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, like, bro, I'm going there to film you with my equipment and stuff like that. Because just because we're f- friends and buddies and we play together, like, it's still, like, I'm still working and doing mm-hmm. business stuff, like, you know, I expect to be paid. You know, nothing is free in life. Like, yeah. you know, that's kind of that kind of pissed me off. Like when I like play with my friends or like, you know, play with people you know, pick up, pick up, best like that. Like, oh, come play. Just cause, just cause you play with them and stuff like that. They think, oh, just just filmmaking yeah. stuff is like free and stuff like that. Yeah, I kind of. Dude, that's that's yeah. another huge thing with the, with what you do and what I'm trying to do is just like, the cost of everything. Yeah. Our equipment costs so much money. Yeah. Our, I dude, I I go to bed at like three, four in the morning every night now because it's just working on stuff, and I don't even feel like I'm charging nearly enough. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then getting the money part is 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 so tough to to reconcile in your mind because it's like, uh, and my, from my perspective, like I love the basketball community. I really feel for the people in the basketball community. And I want to make content for them. I want to help them get exposure. I want them to go to college. I want to do all these things, and. But then it comes to like, okay, well, I just spent four or five hours recording for you, including getting there, getting back, and I spent another four or five hours yeah, making the shit. Right. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, it, but it's good that you have boundaries. Like, yo, this is like, yeah, my time should be compensated. Yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to do that. Yeah, I really don't like. I don't like mixing friends and stuff when it comes to business. Like, I kind of, I don't know. Whenever I have friends and stuff, I really don't like make videos from now tell them like oh go to someone like 
someone that's really not your friend, because you know, once once they come with friends and stuff, they want to freestyle just because they know each other and stuff like like that. But like you know, yeah. Luckily, all my good friends they stopped hooping a long time ago and they're trash now, so I'll never do mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I, I do, but like you know, I'm friends with the coaches. I'm friends yeah. with a lot of the players here, and it's like, oh, can you make me a mix? Like, yeah, I want to make you a mix because I want you to get you know Laurier or McMaster or yeah. whatever the schools you're looking for are. But at the same time, it's like, I don't even have the gut to charge you the way I, I should be charged. Yeah. It's a whole complicated business. But I just know there's going to be a few people, uh, well, I know there's going to be a few people watching that are uh, looking to get into the stuff that we do. Yeah, for and sure. And I think they want to kind of, you know, run the crash course through our experiences, and it's, one, very expensive. Right, yeah. It's an expensive game. Uh, there's no there's no money in it from, you know, I'd say the first six months unless you're like yeah, yeah. goaded with it. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. Unless you're making bangers right off the rip. But like, <laughs> yeah. there, there's no money. You have to go. You have to. You have to seek out the opportunities yourself. You're not gonna get invited to anything. Right. Yeah. You gotta so, just go and just reach out as much as you can. Really, just that connection. That that networking is really important. Really, it's just that's the only way you you gonna make stuff out of it. Because once people know who you are, that's that's when they start going up and stuff like that. Yeah. So would you say the Pangos tournament was like your first major gig? Yeah, for sure, yeah. That was like kind of like my first major thing. Then I went down to, I did another little major thing. I went down to Miami and like filmed Ray Allen and Son. It was like a camp. <laughs> you said I just did this little thing, you know, I went to Miami and filmed Ray Allen. <laughs> like, dude, I would, like, <laughs> I'd punch Latham in the face right now to get that opportunity. <laughs> That's a little opportunity. What's yeah. so you you were at his house or just at the gym or? Nah, at a gym it was a it was a camp. So Ray Allen pulled up. I was like, oh. How long ago was this? Sorry, I, I got questions. This was May. This was May. So this is recently. Recently, yeah. Can he year. can he still hoop right now? Oh yeah, there's a, there's he's a, good to go. Good to go. He can shoot shoot like crazy. Like still, he still got it. He still rides bike every day and like get run a ten every day. day. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you can get a ten <laughs> for sure in the league. He, he's still in shape. But yeah, no, tell sure. me, tell me. So Ray Allen. So did he, did you get invited for that or you just went out? No, no, I got invited for that. So I started oh, building cool. my name up and like the Pango stuff up me out and did a little AU tournament stuff and I kind I reached out. I reached out to the guy also like just reaching out, networking. He's like, oh yeah, man, come down there. And then when I got that, he's like, oh shoot, I forgot to tell you, Ray Allen is coming. The Sunny's coming. Also, I was like, oh really? <laughs> so I was like, cool. He walked in the gym, had his hoodie on. You didn't want nobody to know that was Ray Allen. Yeah, the yeah. son. His son is a junior now, I believe. So I got down there, and I I saw him trying to teach his son how to shoot the ball, and like I kind of filmed a little bit of that, and like he was just putting his son through a workout before the camp started. So when you say a junior, like high school junior, or like he's just a young boy? Oh, uh, high school junior. He's a high school. Oh, junior. so he's 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 going through it right yeah, now. Yeah, you so think he's gonna get there. Yeah, he has potential. Yes, potential. Yeah, he just just gotta uh, just just keep getting better. Really, just getting better. Yeah. So just you put him through a workout. So I filmed him a little bit, and like the next day later, like I filmed Ray Allen, and I made his son a little mixtape. Next day later, I woke up, like I saw Ray posted a video. Also, I was like, wow, that's dope. Yeah, I saw that. What? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm take that in for a second. That's you had to go to Miami, shoot for Ray Allen. Any other opportunities you had like that since? Or? Uh, there was another one. Uh. The big, big Pangos, like, Pangos really big. I did another big Pangos with Jalen Doran, Keontae George. We're talking about the college guys now. Yeah, they're, yeah. College, they're about to be – Keontae George about to be a college. Jalen Doran is playing in Memphis. Uh, did some – I think – it was a bunch of big names. I, mm-hmm. I'm missing a couple. A lot of guys that I major 
it was like a big tournament at Bengals. With yeah. overtime, Lee was there. Bowers Live was there. Uh, the G League the night was there. Yeah. Uh, when the overtime was trying to start that league, or whatever they were there, a bunch of NBA scouts was there. Mm-hmm. NBA GM was there. A bunch of coaches was there. It was, it was called Penguins All American. It was like one of the big ones. Yeah. Russell Westbrook went to that one growing up. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. the Penguins sounds like a dope opportunity. Like that's yeah. that's insane. But yeah, dude, you're so. As this might be an asshole question, and I'm sorry in advance, <laughs> but it's just something on my mind. So, like, you've obviously created an amazing presence online, and like, so I guess is that what you want to pivot into after college, or do you have aspirations of, of playing pro yourself, or what's next for you after college? Yeah, people always ask me this, but like, I, my goal really is to play pro basketball. Like, mm-hmm. this was just a hobby, and like. And it became just, good. it became good, and I just, you know, I did it because I don't want to work in the summertime. I'm around basketball all, mm-hmm. all year long. I don't want to, like, pick up a summer job or whatever. I, I get to, like, film basketball and be around basketball still. So I, that's why I really kind of did it, you know, just to be around basketball 24-7 out the day, like, whatever, just working out or just being around basketball. Really, 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 my goal really is to play pro ball, like, mm-hmm. and <clears> – <throat> If I'm not able to do so, probably like I'll stick going in the media way. But like my really go go is really to play pro ball first. Like that's and that's you don't you don't really promote yourself too too much on your own massive platform. Like I know you had yeah. your your personal in there, but like it could have been so easy for you just to been like yeah yeah yeah. Here's Paulo Banchero, and then also here's me. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't know. I just I, I wouldn't do that. Like there's certain people too. Like some people ask me to post. I'm like, bro, I'm not. I've I've gotten to a point where like I just don't post anybody, even myself. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm not posting that shit. Like, yeah. I, like I didn't do shit. Like I'm gonna be honest with myself. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna be honest with everybody. Like I'm not posting that. Like that's yeah. not worth. That's not a good content worth posting. Like just because it's me. Like I'm the same way I'm with myself. It's the same way I'm with everybody. Like I don't yeah. care because because me. You know, if, if it's worth posting good stuff, I'll post it. But if it's not, I'm not. Just because it's my brand, I'm not just gonna just just post it. Just. You know, just to advertise yeah. and stuff like that. And, uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep it yeah. fair, you know. No, and that's probably the the right and you know modest and the humble way yeah. of doing it. But it, it is it is cool to to recognize that you have those opportunities and that you've made something crazy, yeah. crazy successful. I'm happy for you that you've uh, been able to do that. Um, no, but yeah, that, that is a tough predicament. Like I, like I never I never hooped like that, right? So yeah. I know. I don't know what it's like to have like legit hoop dreams. I know that sounds gay. <laughs> Probably cut that part out. <laughs> but uh, I, I know it's not going right. Like you can't. It, you have aspirations to hoop, but then you also have the super tangible business opportunity yeah. beside you. So mm-hmm. that's just it. I'm gonna keep tabs on you, man. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you, my guy. It's been cool. Uh, this is Steven. Go follow him on high level. I mean, what's my 1,400 followers gonna help you out with, anyways? But like, anything he's doing counts. dope stuff. Counts. He's uh doing cool things he's hooping out here in canada and i'm excited to see uh how that path goes for you man yeah man for sure for sure appreciate you see you guys thanks